Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. How is it going tomorrow? Is NFL Sunday, week one. We have the Thursday night game, but tomorrow, that's that's the big day. We've got all the games going on. I know my Sunday plans. Get home from church, turn on NFL Sunday ticket, then go to bed about 12 hours later. Those are those are my plans. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but if you're listening to this podcast, that probably means that you have similar Sunday intentions as I do. This podcast, we are going to be going over the week one matchups. We gave a little preview the other day. I'm not going to go through every single player and every single matchup because it's not really worth it. There are a lot of players where I just don't really have much of an opinion right now. We haven't seen them play. There's no reason for me to dislike them or really to love them. I'm just going to go over the ones that I really think are are, are pertinent, per, 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 pertinent, per, important for week one in this podcast. And you know how I like to do this show. No nonsense. Jumping straight into the matchups. Philadelphia versus Atlanta. There are a few players in this matchup that you need to be starting. If you have Jalen Hurts, start him in this matchup. All the ingredients are here for a fabulous, tasty cake. All the ingredients are here for that tasty, delicious cake. We've got a good matchup. We've got an improved uh, wide receiver core. We've got a dual threat quarterback who loves to run in touchdowns. All the ingredients are there. Now, will that cake be thrown in the oven and served to you on a fancy platter? May or may not happen. But if I were a betting man, which I am, (laughs) I would bet yes, Jalen Hurts will go kaboom this week in fantasy football. Uh, 25 is the baseline for him in fantasy points. 25 or more fantasy points for Jalen Hurts. That is a profit-approved guarantee. Ceiling, 35 points. 35 points. 25 to 35. It'll be about 32 points. Uh, No, I've been bullish on him all offseason. But uh, but I, I still think, man, against Atlanta, he will have a fantastic week one. Now, there's another start of the week here in here. The wide receiver one for the Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, their first-round draft pick, incredible college wide receiver. He looked very good in preseason, insane route runner. He has the role. He's the wide receiver one. If Jalen Hurts, I am predicting 25 to 35 fantasy points for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, a lot of that will be on the ground, but consequently, it means Devontae Smith has to do pretty well. I'm not saying, you know, 200 yards. No, but he has to do pretty well. 80 yards, a touchdown, 16 to 17 points. That will happen for Devontae Smith week one against Atlanta. I think he has a super fast start to this season. Now, there's another boom player in this matchup. I think this is going to be a high-scoring matchup. Calvin Ridley. 
Calvin Ridley, start him. We all know he's fantastic and you're not benching him, but but he's one of my like starts of the week that I'm just if you're going against him, you see him in your your opponent's lineup. Fly up the the white flag, it's over. Uh Calvin Ridley will go nuclear this week. He will have a great start to the season. And there will be the people who are saying, "Ah, Calvin Ridley's not going to really be that." No. We'll see it this week. Calvin Ridley's the real deal. There's a reason that a lot of fantasy football analysts, including me, said I wouldn't be surprised if he finished as the number one overall wide receiver this year. People want me to talk about Kyle Pitts probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, If you have him, you're starting him. He'll probably be a top 10 tight end, but that's not saying much. I don't really have many thoughts yet. We just got to see it happen. We just got to see it happen. Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, not interested in starting. No, 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 no. Deontay Johnson, Juju, Claypool. I don't know how to deal this this Pittsburgh this Pittsburgh wide receiver core. Uh, Deontay is probably the safest. Claypool has the most upside. Juju is bleh. But they're going against a great defense. I don't believe much in Ben Roethlisberger. So, uh, so do what you want. I'd probably start Deontay, but I don't have much confidence in any of these receivers. Uh, this is one of those things where I have to see what this team is going to look like this year before I can confidently say bench or start someone. But Najee Harris, will he have a massive week one performance? Probably not. I don't think so. And I've got him in the league. I'm expecting, you know, 9 to 12 points from Najee Harris this week. I think it'll be somewhat disappointing for a lot of people. But 9 to 12 points against Buffalo is good. That is a good game. This is a tough matchup to start off the season. And I think Najee doesn't have any highlights, but gets it done in a kind of ground-and-pound, slow, slow-fashion way. And I think ultimately we'll end this say it wasn't the fantasy points that you wanted when you drafted him in the second round, but he looked good. He passed the eye test. He's heavily used in this offense, and you can have confidence starting Najee as you're running back two or one as he heads into some more favorable matchups later on in the season. Josh Allen, of course, you're starting. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. I got no clue. No clue how to shake that out. Hopefully you are not in a position where you got to start one of those two. Um, it's going to be a tandem, and Josh Allen will probably get the touchdowns. <laughs> I, we have to see it play out. We, we just got to see that play out, how that backfield will be split. I mean, even last year, there was like no fantasy value to be had. Stefan Diggs, you're starting, of course. Not many players that I feel passionately about in that matchup. But moving on to the Jets-Carolina Panthers game, there are some players I feel passionately about. Go grab Sam Darnold and throw him on your bench or throw him in your starting lineup. Either way, don't care. Just get him on your team because after this week, everyone will be scrambling to the waiver wire to pick him up. And then they'll see you already got him two days ago. And they'll go, dang it, how do you know? And you say, I listen to the Profit Podcast by Calvin Wright. And they'll go, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but Sam Darnold, there's a long history of players sucking when they're being coached by Adam Gase and then being good when they're not coached by Adam Gase. And Sam Darnold will probably continue that that uh, that tradition. Uh, he's, he's got so many weapons for success. And he's going against such a such a terrible defense. He's got the dump-offs to Christian McCaffrey. You know, those screen passes, little slants go. He breaks 180-yard touchdown. 
That's a Sam Darnold 80-yard touchdown. He's got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Terrace Marshall. He is set up for success this week, which is why he is my stream of the week at the quarterback position. If you waited for a quarterback, you didn't you didn't select anyone you like. Um, Sam Darnold's your guy. He will he will have a very good week one game against the Jets. And consequently, Christian McCaffrey, of course, starting him. Uh, DJ Moore, I think, will be pretty solid. Robbie Anderson, I think, will blow up. If there's someone who will get an 80-yard touchdown on the first play this season, it's Robbie Anderson. He is that guy. It's revenge time for Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold against their former team, the New York Jets. And the New York Jets don't really have the defenders to have a say in it happening or not. Um, And then Terrace Marshall, I think he has a good game. I think Terrace Marshall... Uh, uh, possibly you can play him in your flex this week. But more importantly, I think after this week, people will be talking about him saying, oh, that, that Terrace Marshall guy is really good. Holy smokes. <laughs> of course, Sam Darnold likes him. He's massive. He's fast and he has great hands and great route running abilities. Uh, that's what's going to happen. So Terrace Marshall, stash him on your bench. If you're in deeper league, I, I wouldn't mind flexing him even. There's no one on the Jets I'm excited about. Uh, Corey Davis should see a an obscene amount of volume. Elijah Moore should see some some volume, but I don't have any confidence that this offense will come out being good. Now, of course, I want those guys on my team. I want to stash them, but I have a hard time playing anyone but Corey Davis in this matchup on the Jets side. Corey Davis, throw him in your flex, wide receiver three, and let that, that PPR volume carry you to 15 points. But apart from that, Kind of staying away from the Jets right now. That's not saying they will have all bad games. No, of course, there will be players on this team that have success. But right now, this early, there are far safer options than the New York Jets. It's been that way for the past 10 years. All right, Minnesota versus Cincinnati. Kirk Cousins, he's worthy of a start in any league. He should have a good game. Dalvin Cook, of course, you're starting him. But there's someone in this matchup who will go kaboom. And his name is Justin Jefferson. His name is Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, 100 yards, two touchdowns this week. Justin Jefferson will be a top five fantasy scorer at the wide receiver position. He is in for a massive game against Cincinnati. This should be a high-scoring game. And Justin Jefferson, there's no one on that Cincinnati defense who can really stop him. He will show why he is the best wide receiver out of last year's draft class, even over C.D. Lamb, who looked great on Thursday night. Justin Jefferson, profit approved, boom, kaboom of the week. On the other side of the ball, Joe Mixon, I think, will 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 show people, hey, maybe we were wrong. Now, I'm not saying he'll have 35 points like he did against Jacksonville, but I think he'll have a really good game, a darn good game, which is what we've been missing from Joe Mixon. It's either been like eight points or 35. We haven't seen just a solid 18 points. Yeah, that's great. I think that's what we get from Joe Mixon. I think we get like 80 yards on the ground, a touchdown, and then probably four or five receptions for another 30 yards. And I think he has a really solid fantasy day and gives everyone a boat of confidence. I'm trying to speak this into existence. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just speak Joe Mixon's fantasy production into existence. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Ah. Safest bet is Tyler Boyd in PPR leagues. Most upside is Jamar Chase. Uh, T. Higgins, he should be solid too. Um, 
Honestly, though, actually, I like T. Higgins a bit more than Tyler Boyd, honestly. But this is another wide receiver core where we don't really know how it's going to shape out. Is is Jamar Chase going to wait till week eight to do anything, or is he going to come out and start being great? There's nothing we saw from preseason that makes me think that. I'm just going based on the talent. I don't like Jamar Chase much. I'm not super interested in starting him week one. He would be pretty reliant on a massive play. T. Higgins is the guy in this this offense that I would probably start at the wide receiver position. San Francisco versus Detroit. You know who's going to go boom. You know who's going to explode all over your opponent. It's not Trey Sermon. It's Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert's healthy. And and there's, there's a, a, a rule of fantasy football that says when Raheem Mostert is healthy, he will do well. And that's been proven time and time again. He is healthy, and he's going against Detroit, a dumpster fire. Uh, so Raheem Mostert should have a really good game. He should have a really good game. You know, 100 yards and a touchdown at least. A uh, Trey Sermon, I'm interested to see how he plays. I think he'll be productive, but Raheem, Raheem Mostert is going to start the year off as the running back one. Uh, and I think that he uh, he he will produce great until he gets hurt. The wide receiver position, Brandon Ayuk is the guy I want to start. I'm interested to see what this offense looks like. They're going with like a weird, a weird uh quarterback one two punch, I guess, with Trey Lance. Uh we're not I don't I don't know how they're uh, the last thing I saw that it's gonna be like a tandem quarterback situation, which is weird, but against Detroit, I'm very interested in starting Brandon Ayuk. He should be a safe start, and he has the most upside out of the receivers there. Of course, you're starting Kittle. On Detroit's side of the ball, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson are the only players that I am starting. Of course, there will be a wide receiver who might have a good game, but who's it going to be? We got no clue. And it might not happen. Because let's be honest, it's Jared Goff facing San Francisco. Um, DeAndre Swift, they, they're saying now he's healthy and he's going to play the full game. Which which means I like DeAndre Swift because he's extremely talented. This isn't the best matchup for him though, uh, and I could see them getting boat raced and and he might get he might not see the volume you're hoping for, and you're gonna have to hope and pray for for receptions, um, and PPR points to carry you. But he's gonna be a a running back lower end RB two this week, in my opinion. Now we get to some work booms, Jacksonville and Houston. James Robinson will go kaboom. Why? Because he's playing Houston and everyone goes kaboom against Houston. Especially in the past, it's like Houston, okay, they might put up enough points that um, you know, the running backs might might not get as much volume. No. Even though it's Jacksonville, which isn't the uh the definition of a high-powered offense, they won't have any trouble putting up points on on Houston and they won't have any trouble stopping Tyrod Taylor and Mark Ingram and David Johnson and Brandon Cooks and Chris Conley and Nico Collins and Jordan Atkins. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So Jacksonville, they're going to run a lot. They're not going to have to throw a lot. So James Robinson... He could he could easily see thirty carries this week and take those thirty carries. You know he's he's an efficient running back. If he gets thirty carries, he's going to have a really good game. Uh, man, that's Houston. What's what is that team? Goodness, 
that like look like looks like a fantasy team that's like in a sixteen man league, and your friend screenshots it and is like, "How's this team look?" And you know, like, okay, uh, it, it's different than a ten or twelve man league. They're more players, but you're just looking through it and you just see these these players of these names of washed up players or players you don't even know. And you're looking at going, "Is this is this for real?" But it's a real team. Holy smokes. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Jacksonville receivers. LaVisca Shamal is my favorite this week. With DJ Chark, you're going to be hoping and praying for like a, a deep deep bomb. Um, and that could happen because it's it's Houston. So he's definitely worth the start. But with Marvin Jones there, that deep bomb could go to him. Now he is recovering from that injury though. So, so Chenault is the safest, in my opinion. He's kind of secure 15 points based on just the, the short things, the, the, the yards after catch. He is my favorite receiver by far. I think he'll have a really good game. But don't underestimate DJ Chark. I think DJ Chark could catch a deep bomb in this game. But because you are hoping for that deep bomb, there are probably safer options, such as LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Houston's offense. I don't want to do it. You know, like, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to the UK football game later today. I'm going golfing after this. I'm happy. I got a good good grade on my 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 uh, econ quiz. I'm happy. I'm not going to bring my mood down by talking about Philip Lindsay and, and David Johnson and Mark Ingram. I'm just not going to do it. Boundaries. They're important. Seattle, Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor, start him, of course. I don't think he'll go nuclear, but I don't think he'll be bad. DK Metcalf, start him, of course. Tyler Lockett, start him, of course. Not expecting anything out of the ordinary for those two. Uh, I don't know. This is just a game, you know. Am I interested in any of the Indianapolis wide receivers? Sure, Michael Pittman might be good, but if you're at a position week one where you're already starting one of the Colts wide receivers then your draft was so bad that you should resign from fantasy football. Arizona versus Tennessee. Kyler Murray is going to go absolutely haywire. He's going to be, you're, you're going to look at your, your team. You're going, wow, my team did really well. Then you're going to look at your opponent. And you're like, they did terribly. You see Kyler Murray though, and you lost. Um, he, he will probably finish this week as the quarterback one. Uh, above Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. I think Kyler Murray will be the quarterback one this week against Tennessee. Tennessee can put up points. Kyler Murray won't be like, like game scripted out or running or throwing. Uh, he's he's going to have to go full aggressive, full force all game long. And Kyler Murray is going to to win you the week. Chase Edmonds and James Conner. How exciting. <coughs> Ugh. Um, yeah. I guess Chase Edmonds, you're starting, maybe, if you've got him. I can't imagine you don't have someone who, who like... Here's the thing. I'm not saying Chase Edmonds is bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's good, but I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying, if you're starting off week one, and you're throwing in players in your lineups where it's like, we don't know how many carries they'll get because there's another running back right next to them. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Now, I made a mistake in a league where I'm like that. And and it's not good. So Chase Edmonds, I guess you can start him if you have to. He might be good, but I have no confidence in him. No confidence. None. Okay, moving on. DeAndre Hopkins, start, of course. Christian Kirk, eh. AJ Green, 
Uh, last year, AJ Green was Mr. Volume with no production. That was weird. What did he get? Like 13 targets against Cleveland, three receptions for 29 yards. Um, it's hard to tell you to start AJ Green when I, I when there's uh, a DeAndre Hopkins ahead of him. You'd be hoping for some sort of uh, touchdown in the red zone. Now, because I think that Kyler Murray will have a fantastic week, there might be enough volume that in a deeper league you can throw him in as your flex. Same with kind of Christian Kirk. But but if I'm if I'm starting a wide receiver on Arizona that's not named DeAndre Hopkins, it's Rondale Moore because I see him as having the most upside. Um, he 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 also has a somewhat safe floor. I think with I think the jet sweeps, little screen passes that he can take for 15 yards. But if there's one of these wide receivers who will take a slant to the house, it's Rondale Moore. So so I, I'm not really starting Rondale Moore, Christian Kirk, or AJ Green. But if I'm going to have one and be like, should I put him in? It's going to be Rondale Moore. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, Tennessee's side of the offense, AJ Brown, cleared to play. That's good. Uh, start him. He's fantastic. Julio Jones, start him. He could have a great game. People, I think, have underestimated Julio. I don't think he'll stay healthy for this whole season. But week one, his knees are fresh. Throw him in, he'll produce. Derrick Henry, of course, you're starting. Ryan Tannehill, of course, he's a good good quarterback option. Chargers, Washington. Eckler, what the heck is going on with you? Officially questionable. We're questionable already? <laughs> That's not a good sign. We're already questionable? Ah, oh, oh, goodness. If he plays, you have to start him. But it's not a good matchup, and he's, he's banged up. But I, if he plays, you got to start him. But eh, I'm scared if I own Eckler, which I don't because I was drafted at the last pick of the first round this year. Um, Antonio Gibson, though, he's someone you should start. He's someone you should start because Curtis Samuel is gone, apparently. Curtis Samuel got injured, which means that Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, they will see a, a sickening amount of volume. They will just see a sickening amount of volume. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to rely on the run game in this in this game and Terry McLaurin. Those are the two players on Washington that I'm rostering, Gibson and McLaurin. I think they'll both kind of have great weeks every week just out of necessity for this team. They're, they're the only players, really. Uh, so, yeah, Antonio Gibson, start him fully confident. He's going to see a ton of work. And then Terry McLaurin, he's actually one of my favorite wide receivers this week. Uh, he has a he has a tough matchup, but you know he's playing Derwin James. But out of necessity, he will see in volume that he will finish as a as a top twelve receiver this week. Well, this is all um, this is all speculative because we have no clue which Ryan Fitzpatrick we're going to get. I'm assuming it's going to be a decent version of Fitzpatrick, but I just remembered uh, when he played for the Jets. And now I'm a little more scared. <laughs> okay. Kansas City, Cleveland. Mahomes, you're starting, of course. Nick Chubb, you're starting, of course. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you're starting, of course. Odell, uh, no final word until Sunday. Game time decision. If he plays, I think you should play him. And Tyree Kill, of course, you're starting. I don't have any, any big opinions on this game. I think it'll be kind of what we expect. Miami and the Patriots. Ah... Um... Let me think. Tua, not confident in starting him this week. I like Tua rest the season, but 
Week one against New England, just eh, a little scary. A little scary. Mac Jones, I don't really... We're not starting him. Um, Damien Harris, we are starting as a as a RB2 flex. Miles Gaskin, we're starting. Uh, I don't think he'll do anything special this week. I think he's kind of going to be a buy-low candidate after this week. After, you know, puts up like nine points. Everyone's going to go, oh my gosh, you're right. Malcolm Brown's the guy. And you'll swoop in, buy him, not for like a, a scam, but cheaper than his ADP, and then he'll be good. That's that. Those are my thoughts. Jalen Waddle, I actually do like. Uh, almost, he's my he's honestly my favorite wide receiver in this offense. So Jalen Waddle is startable because I'm not like starting Tua, but he will have you know 250 yards, a few touchdowns. They, that's just quarterbacks do that, and that has to go somewhere. <laughs> can't it can't all go to Gasicki? We're starting Gasicki, of course, but Jalen Waddle, I think, is the the largest benefactor of uh in this in this offense at the wide receiver position. Now, Saints versus Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, you're starting. Aaron Jones, you're starting. Devontae Adams, you're starting. Randall Cobb, he is a sneaky start, but you couldn't start him because he'll probably get a touchdown and save you. I mean, but but honestly, if you're in a position already where you like need that sneaky start at your flex, you're screwed. Um, Alvin Kamara, yep, we're starting. Wide receivers, uh, I guess Marquez Callaway. <laughs> I guess he's the guy. I think he could be a little disappointing. I don't have confidence in him. I'll say that much. Uh, everyone kind of thinks that the Saints are going to be really good. I, I'm not ready to say the Saints are going to be good. This is a hard task opening up, up against Green Bay. So yeah, that's that's. I, I'm not too excited about about many of the Saints players except for Kamara this week. All right, Denver and Giants. Saquon, he will bust this week. You shouldn't... Well, you have to start him because you drafted him so early, but you shouldn't have drafted him. He's going against a really good rush defense. He He's questionable. Uh, yeah, I don't like him. Kenny Galladay, uh, you have to start him uh, because he's the wide receiver one, but this Giants offense might be trash. Be prepared for trash from this Giants team. Melvin Gordon, startable. Javante Williams, startable. It's a tandem. We don't know how it's going to work out, but the Giants are bad enough that both of them will probably put up decent numbers. Jerry, Judy, and Sutton, though, I really like. Uh, I like them a lot. I'm starting both those guys. Like, I'm starting Judy and Sutton and Melvin and Javante Williams. I'm not sure what will happen, but I'm confident that they'll put up good enough numbers that I'm starting them. Chicago Rams. David Montgomery will be bad this week. He he will have a bad week because he's going against an insane rush defense. And Andy Dalton is his quarterback. Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney probably won't be super good. This is like the definition of a terrible start for Chicago Rams in Andy Dalton. It gets better from here. They get to go against Cincinnati. And then they get Detroit later on. But but as long as Dalton's here, I'm not super interested in anyone. Now the reason. David Montgomery was profit approved is because I don't think Dalton will be there that long. Rams, uh, do you want to start Stafford? You can if you want. I think he'll be good. Daryl Henderson, he should be good too. Uh, he's not a top option at all, but as a flex, I guess if you have to. And then Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, you're starting both as always. One of them will do really well. We don't know who, <laughs> but you're starting them both. That's kind of how the Rams have been for the past two seasons. And then finally, we get Las Vegas versus Baltimore. Oh, man. 
We're starting Lamar Jackson. And we're starting Marquise Brown. Well, we got to start Sammy Watkins because it's week one. So Sammy Watkins, he's starting. He's he's going to have about 35 points. We know that. Marquise Brown, he should be the wide receiver one. Um, There's questions surrounding if he's a good player or not. <laughs> Uh, I think he's better than a lot of people think, but I'm not excited about starting him in this matchup. Uh, and then Tyson Williams, he's going to lead the backfield. Uh, I've, I've talked about him a lot. I like Tyson. Um, I don't know what to expect. I'm going to just, just, I'm just putting that out here. There are a few matchups this week. I just don't know. Tyson could explode or he could, you know, rush eight times for 2.3 yards per carry. We don't know. We, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him. We weren't expecting anything like this a week ago. So yes, have him on your team in, in case that he blows up. But but you can't start him yet. Uh, yeah, this, this is not a good game for fantasy, at least outlook. I'm sure there will be points scored. Josh Jacobs, kind of gross, especially with Kenyon Drake there too Derek Carr Henry uh, I don't really <laughs> we're starting Lamar Jackson let's leave it at that alrighty wow Um, the next thing I want to talk about is this week's Sunday slate of prize picks now you might be wondering what is prize picks prize picks is this site they've been uh, working with me for a while now you can bet the over and the under on fantasy players. You can bet it on their fantasy points scored, or you can bet it on their their single stats, like rush yards, pass yards, receiving yards, receptions, passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, reception touchdowns, pass completions, and interceptions. Like this week, if you want to make a ton of money, select Daniel Jones and select the over for his .5 interceptions. If he throws an interception, you make money. Do it right now. It's free money. At least that one is. Uh, I'm actually going to go the over on that. I didn't, wow, that's that's free money, literally. Um, And then, then we got fantasy score. Jalen Hurts is predicted 22.5. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on Jalen Hurts 22.5. Because I, I I literally said he's going to get 25 to 35. So if I don't do it, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, and then and then with um and then I'm gonna go to to single stats and we've got rush yards. Whew, this is where it gets a little tricky. This is where things get trickier. We've got Raheem Mostert at 68 rush yards. I'm taking the over on him getting 68 rush yards. Alrighty. Receiving yards. Do I think Devontae Smith gets 43 receiving yards? Yes, I do. I'm taking the over. Do I think... Uh, uh, do I think... Who's, who's next? Emmanuel Sanders gets 40 receiving yards? I don't. I might take the under on that one. We're doing like a massive selection here. If I put in 10 bucks and get these all right, I'm going to make so much. Uh, we're going to leave it at that, I think. That's that's a solid solid entry. Uh, so we've got Daniel Jones over 
22.5 interceptions. Jalen Hurts over 22.5 fantasy points. Raheem Moser over 68.5 rush yards. And Devontae Smith over 43.5 receiving yards. Emmanuel Sanders under 40. Now, if I put in $20 and get five of them right, I make $200. You see how easy that is to make money doing fantasy football? It's easy. And if you make your initial deposit on prize picks, go download it from the App Store. You make your initial deposit, then use promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-F-F-E-T. They'll match your initial deposit 100%. So if you want to play with $100 this week, you're going to throw in $100. They'll match it to $200 automatically when you use that promo code. In which case, if you win that bet playing $200, you would win $2,000. It's, it's a lot of money you can make doing this. And also, when you use that promo code PROFIT, you're automatically entered to win a Jalen Hurts autographed full-sized helmet, which is pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. So go download Prize Picks. It's on the Google App Store, on the Apple App Store. Use promo code PROFIT when you sign up. Make your initial deposit, play today, win money, and win a Jalen Hurts full-size helmet. All right, that will conclude the first ever starts and sits of the week. Well, not first ever. First ever for the season. <laughs> uh, we've been doing this three years, what we're talking about. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the podcast I hope you all enjoy tomorrow watching football. Oh, I'm so excited. And I will see you on Monday when we talk about all those players who were terrible and all the ones who are great. All right. I'll see you next time.